Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you, March 16th, 2023. Yeah! This is Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. And it is the opening round of the NCAA Tournament. Woo! March Madness. Play music. Is home. Play it, Scoots. I don't have it. Oh. I mean, I thought we were just doing the whole show with it in the background. Damn it! I was I wasn't filled in on this plan. Scoots, how are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm good. I am. Uh, I'm hyped for some basketball today. Really excited. I still got two brackets to fill out, so that's going to be a little bit of a time crunch two? here after we get off the show. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. If you waited this long, just do one. Uh, well, I have to do two because I have to get an RKRC one. Yeah, but no, just do the same one twice. Well, so I have one to do on ESPN and one to do on Yahoo. I mean, like, Scoots, you just fill in the same one twice. No, I know that, but I can't. I'll, I'll still have to separately do oh them. My God, both. you act like that. It takes. It's not a big deal. 30 it's, seconds. I'm to not. I'm, I am not complaining about it. I'm just Sounds saying like I'm, I'm going to be a little on a little bit of a time crunch between shows. My buddy, we were talking brackets, and I had a few friends say they just hadn't had the time yet to fill one out, but they were going to. And one of my friends was like, I haven't filled one out in a couple of years, and it's pretty freeing. And I was like, oh, what no. What a dork. No. He's, he's you have the Darren Rovell take. Yeah. Like you, had, you are Darren Rovell. You have the Darren Rovell take. And he got made fun of to Bolivia for it. Brackets are what would like brackets are like a free sample. Like yeah. you just need to do it. Yeah, you just need to do it. It doesn't matter if you like it, you dislike it, you have fun with it, you don't have fun with it. You do a bracket. It's it, March. You do a bracket. You can't have anxiety if your bracket messes up because every bracket is wrong. Every bracket's every, wrong. Every bracket that has ever been made is wrong. You do it for fun. And uh, if you're in a pool with 10 people, if you're in a pool with 100 people, if you're in a pool with 1,000 people, only one person can win each pool. It's probably not going to be you, and regardless of them. But everybody's got a bracket, and it's fun just to have something to kind of glance at in the first round. Or if you end up getting somebody right in the Sweet 16 or Elite 8 or you a Final Four, you get three out of the Final Four, it's fun. It makes it a little bit more fun. But the, right. the more freeing aspect, I can watch more carefree. It's it, I enjoy my watch a little bit more. No, you Stop don't. sniffing your own farts yeah. and get over yourself. You don't. You don't enjoy it more. I, <laughs> you well, really don't. Yeah, because you're not you're not locked in. 
You don't have somebody in every single game. That's the fun part of it. And that's why um, I'll go over to my cousins, and he had his kids, he's got one that's a freshman in high school, another one that's in middle school. And, you know, they'll have some of their buddies over. And over the last few years, it's been fun to realize that, oh, gosh, these kids, they are just as good or better than I am at doing this stuff. And it's supposed to be my job. The NCAA has like a March Madness Instagram account. I think Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah. If I I didn't know any better, it was just entirely ran by Andy Katz. But they're doing like all these celebrities and former college stars or NBA players, and they're just putting on Instagram their bracket. And yeah, I'm I'm having the same. Like some of them are just really wild, or they're picking their favorite small school to go really far into the tournament, whatever it may uh, be. But Joe Biden's is in the text line. Joe Biden's is in the text text line. line. Yeah, I can't wait to read this. Roush got a good kick out of that text into the Thornton text line. Obama did share some picks again this year, and he left one space empty. I feel like he's done. He does that every. I I want to go back and check. Duke and UConn. What is this? You you think you're still in office, buddy? He did leave one just completely left blank. But I swear, I feel I'm having deja vu that he has done that before where he's left a game blank. I wonder if he's doing it intentionally or not. Anyways, I'm seeing these brackets, and some of them just look horrible to me. But, yes, I'm coming to that realization, Roush, that, like, these brackets are probably going to beat mine like because that's March. And I'm filling out my brackets, and I'm I'm going down. I'm like, I know this team's going to go far. That's probably the team that most likely is going to be the early out. Because that's what it happens every year in my bracket. I'll have uh, most people do. You'll have a Final Four team that will not make it out of the first weekend. You may have a Final Four, four team that's not going to make it out of the first round. It's about ready to get all shredded up and look real gross and nasty. Have some fun with it. Yeah. And join us in the Kentucky roll call one. Yes, yeah, Scoots. I did notice you didn't have one. I'll there. be in there. Don't you worry. I didn't want to have to. Make it awkward, you know. I think last year I did the thing where I got in and didn't fill out the bracket, so I automatically oh, lost. Got to make sure I win do. this year. Uh, we got 71 people. I think at a minimum, if we don't get anything cooler from the radio station, uh, you can just win $100 from me. So we'll just do Be that. pretty cool. Who doesn't want 100 bucks? So join. I've tweeted it out. I may tweet it out again. I need to get a show tweet out. The internet here has just been so wildly bad the last few days. Yeah, I don't. I don't even understand how it could. I mean, we we might as well go back to the old dollop day scoots. <laughs> when was that again? <laughs> that was back, I think, 1952. <laughs> text on into the Thornton's text line. Nick Roush brought in Thornton's donuts this morning. Had to, had to start March with a bang. Bang bang! That's why he was late. It's March sixteenth. But I uh, I actually well you know the madness I, I yeah yeah. Um, last night it was it was so good to just go to bed at a decent hour, fall asleep, get close to my scoots eight hours because folks we we sleep in May now, right? Uh, at, at John Rothstein, it's going to be a long day. The games start at noon fifteen. They go till eleven d fifteen. It's all day. Madness everywhere. Um, TJ, I know you're a YouTube TV person. Did you get the fun message when you opened up your TV that says you can watch all four games at once? I, I must have not because I have not. I did not get it. I was like wondering, uh, what does it look like? What does it seem like? What happens when you get it? And But I, I've only been on one. Is there a chance if I start YouTube TV on another TV in my house it could do it? I well, know it's account driven, so probably not. But I've only been on one TV, so it just it, it randomly just popped up once whenever I turned on. Oh, like, so it might it, that, that that's the thing is it might not have just randomly popped up for you. Why would yet. they do, do it to everybody? I watch a ton of YouTube TV. Give it to me. Give me. Give me. I want it. Really, it's probably going to be something where it's cool, but like, but it's not the same. 
If you, two, if you got a two TV setup, you'll probably be all right. Yeah, watching a quad box too is not as fun. You know what I mean? Like if you've ever been to yeah. a big sports bar that has one of those sort it, of things, you, you do have to have a pretty big TV to make it kind of worth your while. And even right. then, it's still smaller. But no, it's awesome. I wish I, I wish I would have gotten. I wish I was one of the chosen one. Because I, 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 I'm, I'm at least looking forward to the aspect of having that availability. Whereas, like, you have one primary screen and then maybe you split up two games on the other one. Um, and another reminder that we need to tell ourselves, commercials. It's going to be a lot of them. We, we've, and longer half times, right? Yeah, everything's longer. Isn't it 20-minute half times instead of 15? That sounds right, yeah. Maybe it's always been 20. But it is a long, everything's longer. So that's why the, these next four days are great because you can do a good job of you know, I'll go over and they'll, they'll have all the different TVs. There will be at least one game that will be on. But typically, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of ad breaks, you know. And we're going to be seeing a lot of different ads. And Jacob Toppin is the star of one. Scoots, have you seen the Jacob Toppin ad yet? I have, yeah. What did you think of it? He's a good actor. It was good. I mean, Shea looked really good in it. He looked like a, I don't, I don't know, like he was going out on the club. I mean, that's Shay. He he's a fashionable guy. Yeah, he he looked like a baller. Always looking fly. But yeah, I um what do uh of all the people is Shay the that I guess that's just how I don't know. That felt a little random, right? Well, he it, I get what you're saying, but like you, he you, is a, an absolute star in the NBA. Yeah. This isn't on a good team, but he is as I, – I think you could say he's as successful right now in the NBA as any other cat when you're averaging 31 points a game. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, First-time All-Star, probably most numbers. improved player of the year. But you're right. When you think of UK one-and-dones, he's not one of the first ones to come to mind. Uh, but – yeah, he did. He looked good in it. Good commercial. Cool for just UK to have that. I know some other schools had some across the country, and I think it's regional or something like that. But that's good for Kentucky. That's good for recruiting. It's good for, hey, you come to UK, you're going to make the NCAA tournament, and you may be in a commercial and make – how much do you think he got paid for that? Maybe like $60,000? I have no idea. Like it could be 15000 It could be sixty. and. Anywhere in between, I wouldn't have a clue. I would think it'd be a pretty chunk of change. You're, it's a, you know, it's a na- well, I just said it's regional, but I'm sure in some parts that will be national. Yeah, it's I would think AT&T, that you get a variety of them. Yeah, I bet you're getting, I bet you're getting pretty solid dough from that, even if uh, it, even if it is only fifteen thousand for a day's work. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I have a favorite commercial of March already. It's Scoots' favorite beer that he's ever drank in his life, the Coors Light ad. Swatty Platties. Have you seen the Coors Light Dick Vitale ads? No, I turn off anything I see with Coors. I'm just kidding. I really don't. But no, I haven't seen it. He's so, uh, you know, Dickie V, it's like he's coming in the dressing room after a game. And he's like, it was awesome, spectacular, baby. It's like, sometimes you need to just chill. And they open a beer next to him. He's like, oh, that's. Yeah. Oh, oh baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's, you know, like all these ads, they're going to get old. We're going to see. I, I, I will say, if you knew that Dick Vitale was down for some, like, alcohol advertising commercials, you could have some real fun with it. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear that he, uh, that CBS tried to get him on, and he was like, I'm a company man, ESPN till the day I die. I did see that headline, 
And I wanted it to not be true. Is it confirmed true? Yeah, like that. That that's embarrassing. Like that's bad. Dick Vitale, you're Mr. College Basketball. I you're know. not Mr. I wish you would have done. You're Mr. Ambassador to the game. This is a chance for like what you know for maybe just one final go around, a couple final go rounds. You could have a bigger audience to to sing your college basketball praises on the national level, and you turn it down because you're a company man. See, you, I, I think that was his line, but I bet it's more so of a – he knows he's not in his prime, and he probably has some regret that he couldn't do it while he was at his best. That's a – that's maybe. That's, I mean, that, uh, maybe taking, I think you're, you're, you're taking some stretches, but you can yeah. very well be true. I, it, I, I don't know. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be the same – you know, it's not like Dick Vitale when we were growing up, right, where he was Correct. kind of college yeah. basketball. How, the one thing I don't understand, though, is how some people – like Bill Raftery is on everything. How do they do that? The same thing with uh, who is the probably Purdue something guy? Something in their contracts and their clauses with their agents, what where it's it? like you're going to probably pay us a little less, but we're going to be able to we're going to hop do, we're going to hop no, around. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Robbie Hummel, like because he does Fox, he does ESPN. Raftery does uh, Fox and uh, well, Robbie, CBS. Robbie Hummel's probably like I, I I need I need to hop around. Like I need you know you all aren't paying me enough to keep me one That's spot. True. That's a whole another. Apparently, those uh, conference networks—that isn't the most lucrative. That's uh, why you see such a rotating door with those SEC network halftime shows. Yeah, because yeah. those people really don't don't. Hardly Your Antoine get Walker's been over there over that, the years. That's a, hey, do you want to do a labor of love? And if you really hit it off, you could have a future in this. Well, Otherwise, we're, you'll probably just get burnt see, out on the hours and the and the task we're asking you to that's do. That's why former players who made a lot of money rotate often, but the actual big J's, if you will. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll do that because it's going to be my job forever. Whereas Man, like former players are like, eh. Speaking of big J's, did you see Jeff Goodman? He just, Sadly, he just doesn't get it. Like, he just doesn't get it. Oh, I, there's there's many different directions this could go. He, one, which, he, had, he had a tweet getting mad, and it's probably been a couple days ago, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to scroll back and find it. He had a tweet, like, complaining that Pete Thamel was getting some sort of interview and not Jeff Borzello. For college basketball, even though Pete Thamel's been covering college basketball for a, a long time, yeah, yeah. Like, Jeff, you're not just some like little college blogger. You you probably shouldn't whine about who's getting access in terms of the world of journalism. So it's like Pete Thamel is there. I don't want to. It's I don't not want to his defend. primary beat now, but also Jeff Borzello does not go on television to do interviews. I don't want to. I, I don't want to like. I don't want to defend Pete Thamel, and I'm not trying to. But Jeff, that was a weird thing to do. And then secondly, his tweet complaining that the transfer portal is set up to help bad teams because NCAA tournament teams and NIT teams oh, have to prepare such a for the take. postseason, yeah. and all these other teams get a head start. It's like, good, that's how it should be. Yeah. And guess what? If an NCAA tournament team gets burnt by that so badly, then they'll be in that exact spot the following year, or in two years, where they'll have the head start in the portal. Just whine so a little less, The Jeff. players in the whine portal a little less. want to play for the teams that are in the NCAA tournament, Jeffrey. Like, come on. Yeah, that, that's a, that's another oh, thing God. too. Like, and so, if they don't, then good. Then you'll have more parity in college basketball, and these teams can be a little bit better, and maybe some others will sink back, and that's fine. But you're right; it's like, oh no, you're going to give just you're going to give South Carolina more time to bring players. Oh ah, yeah, the rest of the SEC shaking in their boots. He uh, his Twitter has been really on fire as of late. Uh, did you see the Filter 68's top 100 college basketball follows? Yes. It was such a horrific list. Just uh. 
Their, parts their, their that business they, model was really like, hey, we know we're just going to put out stupid stuff. Just all, We're all about attention, baby. And he's trying to get it. And I love that a lot of the people they put on there don't even get on Twitter. It's like Jay Billis was their number one Twitter follower. Jay Billis tweets maybe, what, besides his little gotta-go-to-work tweet, maybe once a day. He's a terrible follow on Twitter. This is just it's so bad. Uh, also, Jeff Goodman tweeting out, a bunch of Untuck It shirts. I was like, well, there's never been a more perfect match made in heaven than Jeff Goodman and 17 Untuck It shirts that he just has on a rotating basis. Um, but he did have the funny story that, uh, was it Creighton? No. Great Canyon. They didn't pack their uniforms. Yes. <laughs> You always hear about something weird in the NCAA tournament. Sometimes travel snafus or equipment or teams late or traffic on the way to the arena. Yep. You, you get one of these stories a year, and this is a good one. Grand Canyon had to practice just in regular shorts and T-shirts because they don't know where their bags went. Did yeah. they track them down? So they. I didn't see there was any major concern that they wouldn't be there by game time. Well, and I admittedly, it was late, and I didn't feel like clicking on the link, and I'm not even going to try to with our internet right now. But apparently, uh, so Grand Canyon is coached by, coached by Bryce Drew, and I think they might even be at the same regional as Scott Drew, but somehow, and, and Baylor, but somehow Scott Drew uh, gave him a hand to make sure that they've got enough stuff. Oh, okay. I don't know exactly how and what. Um, I wish I had clicked on the link, but yeah, you know. That's the beauty of basketball. You just need shorts and a t-shirt. No, you don't need a lot. You don't even need a t-shirt. Shirts versus skins. When was your last shirts versus skins game? <laughs> it's I, been a while. I couldn't remember mine. See, the thing is, is people don't ever want me to be skins. I'm like the Elon Kim Polly guy, you know. Yeah, a a little Saturday league pickup I used to flirt with back in the day. They were a you just bring a, a, a dark colored t-shirt and a light colored. I know there's probably a million leagues around the, the country that and do somebody's that. got Not a gray shirt and it just makes it awful. Well, then you sweat and then it turns into a dark shirt. Yep. No, but no, it was actually kind of nice. That way you didn't have to worry about shirts and skins, but also when you're playing pickup with a bunch of dudes that you've never met before, it's easier just to, oh, they're wearing a dark colored t-shirt. They're on my team. I'll pass it to them for this alley-oop. Wow, TJ, that's your 32nd assist this game. You're really on the money today, buddy. I'm sure you'll get called, invited back to some pickup games real soon. Dun, 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 dun. Text that into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Bummers of games last night, Blowout City, USA. Uh, but great on Tuesday, bad on Wednesday. It seems yeah. like that usually is the case or the other way around. Oh, they, Shout out to Faden the Mountain West. Let's keep on fading. Gosh, I saw some. Turned it on and they were down by 30. It's like, oh, well, that bet's going to win. I saw some tweet. I, I don't know. Like, it had to probably maybe be – I don't think it was sarcastic. It's some guy, Brian Eaves, who is on TV, apparently, and he said, the Mountain West is better than the ACC. Look at the metrics. And he did the alternating capital letters, which indicates, like, sarcasm, you know? Yeah. And he said, with Nevada's loss tonight, ACC teams have won 36 NCAA tournament games since the last time a Mountain West team has won an NCAA tournament <laughs> game. Who tweeted that? He tweeted that, oh, Brian gotcha. Ives, and I quote tweeted it and said, tough look for the Mountain West. The ACC truly may just be the better basketball conference. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Brian? Cool. The ACC is better than the Mountain West. You did it. Woo. It was funny. Everybody ripped on the ACC last year, too, and then they went ahead and just put two teams into the Final Four, which happened in the SEC in 2014, but it certainly didn't mean the SEC was a great basketball conference that – that season, 
We're going to talk brackets today. We're going to talk the Thornton's text line. We're going to get into a lot of good stuff on today's show because the NCAA tournament starts in under five hours. We can take you to nine o'clock and we'll make these next, uh, the next hour and a half or so go by quickly. We're going to read your text. We're going to catch up on the Thornton's text line and then we will talk brackets, make our predictions, final fours, that sort of stuff. Because the action starts today. Get in the Kentucky Roll Call Bracket Challenge. I've tweeted it out. I'll give it another tweet as well today. This is KRC. I'm Big X, CJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen, and we're going to be right back. That's a promise. I just want to dance with you. I want to dance with you. Twirl you all around the floor. That's what they intended dancing for. I just want to dance with you. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hit the mute button while I'm clearing my throat from the Thornton's Donut. So delicious. Roush, quite the gentleman. Allowed us to have first pick. I took the strawberry, and I think Roush had his eye on it, or maybe even just picked that one specifically for himself. I'm not so sure. Nope. It's all all good. All you, man. I love the wide willies, too. That was the one I took, and also it is got a so good. Maple maple glaze. It may be my favorite Thornton's Donut I've ever had in my life. Did you get one, Scoots? Not yet. Scoots is, acts like if he eats, if he touches, if he sniffs breakfast before... 8.30, then he'll, to the bathroom. He'll, he'll puke or something. I, I just can't eat. Like, I don't know. It has to be a couple hours after I wake up. I can't eat within two hours of waking up. Never have been able to. I think, it's probably, I think it's probably because my parents, when I was a kid, forced me to eat breakfast like as soon as I woke up. So now I'm like, I'm an adult. I can make my own decisions. Scoots, you're very much uh, a rebel without a cause. Is Sometimes. that what their opa made them do? I don't know. I wasn't around for that. And it, it also amuses me that that was such a talking point in the 90s growing up that like you had to start your day with breakfast, and now in order to lose weight, people are just like, nah, you don't, you don't eat breakfast. Yeah. Quick, quickest, quickest and easiest, most efficient way to lose weight. Scoots' German-American club was getting a lot of talk yesterday on yeah. the Mike Rutherford show. There was another member texting in. I got to figure out who that was. He said he was going to figure out who you were. Man. So you better figure out who he was first. I mean, it's not that big of a you club. You probably get his number on the text line, run it through the database, but a bing. Good call. You find out who he is. Scoot says he he got called out for cheering for Germany soccer over USA soccer. And rightfully so. Yeah. Embarrassing I mean, that's look fine. for an American citizen. Yeah, it's very embarrassing. Yeah. Scoots? That'll I mean that'll never bother me. If, it should it should bother you. Yep. I mean, that, that's fine if you Uncle think Sam. that, but Hey, Uncle Sam. USA will always be number two for me in soccer. What a speaking of number two. I don't think you can claim USA number one in anything. Then, sorry, if we're not number one in your soccer, if you don't get us at our worst, you don't get us. You yep. don't deserve us at <laughs> exactly. our best. And I've always said that. Speaking of number two, <laughs> who does he work for? Severe Wheeler. Is he back? Kyle Tucker says yes. So. Kyle has been like it's it's one of those things where 
I have slowly started to like because Kyle's always been plugged in, but now more and more so over the last couple of years, I have to push back on a few things from Kyle. One is players coming back talk, and two is injury players coming back talk. Because I think we'd also maybe have to throw in summer hype talk as much as we like Kyle. Right, because he's not saying it's not true, but I think we need to also just always kind of Yeah. Because he's sharing company lines, right? Like that's he's getting that from the top. Um over like that that's I, I don't know who specifically, uh, but I think if I was gonna rank the ones I'm I'm always gonna believe the last the least, it's like I just hope he doesn't start talking about how much Chris Livingston is definitely going to come back. I'm like, no, Kyle, no, stop, stop it. Let us, let everybody else get excited about Livingston coming back, not you, because you are a jinxy cat when it comes to this stuff. The injury thing, though, I've I've remained skeptical. This is the first, he, he always talked about it potentially happening, but now he's saying that he'll be available for Friday. And I'm still, still wondering what that means for this team. Aside from having a guy that can play an extra 10, 15 minutes, do we think that it could, if it if it does happen, one, do you think it will, TJ? And two, will it wreck shop having a guy play who hasn't played since February 4th? I was texting about a buddy with this. It doesn't, it doesn't really make sense in any scenario besides just about one. Kyle is plugged in. We trust his information. I bet during warm-ups on Friday, Roush, Wheeler's going through – the, the routine. But there's no scenario that really makes sense besides, assuming that's the case, and I think that's what's going to happen. There's no scenario besides Wheeler playing anywhere from five to ten minutes. Unless when he's just in the game, things are going really, really well, whether a direct result to him or, hey, who knows, maybe it's partially because he's in there. Whatever's working's working, though. Maybe that gets bumped up to 15 minutes top. The dude has played very little basketball since the turn of the calendar. Yeah, yeah. Very like little basketball. In the turn. Yeah. And it's also not like when he was in – he was dominating, or the offense looked great. It was quite won, the opposite. He had one good game. It was once his role was taken back, that's when Kentucky seemed to kind of turn a corner and find an identity a little bit. It's just there's no realistic scenario. There's a tweet going around saying he's going to get back to his starting role. Yeah, right. No chance. <laughs> he's not going to be the starter on Friday. He's not going to be the starter on Sunday if UK can win on Friday. He's not going to be the starter, I think, the rest of the season unless something happens or things change. I don't. That's not going to be the case. But – if he is healthy, then yeah, he could go out there and play five, ten minutes. It's just I don't think there's a realistic scenario you see him going out there playing even 22 or 23 minutes unless, again, it's just desperation time or Wallace's ankle or leg or back or whatever it may be starts acting up. So that's what it's got to be, Roush, because yeah. nothing else really is going to make sense here. And if he can provide a few extra minutes and he can do a few nice things, then great. That's going to be awesome for UK. It's going to be better than the alternative. But it's just not realistic to think that he's going to be at top form going in doing 25, 30 minutes a game. And it's really not even realistic to think that C.J. Frederick's ever going to be at 100% yeah. this season where he's going to be able to give you everything he's got. C.J. Frederick just seems to be a total accessory piece for this team. At least that's my expectations for him, where I ain't expecting nothing out yeah. of that guy. Yep. And I appreciate his toughness, and it's nice that he got out there and he's giving it a go, and he is providing some solid minutes. And I think, was it what game was it? 
for his first game back where even he only played a few minutes, it seemed like he did a solid job being able to even space the floor. He can still provide that out there. Uh, and it, But if he can hit some shots, that's all just additional gravy to me. I don't like gravy, but this right. would be something uh, point, that I point, do, point well I, taken. I do uh, appreciate. See, but the Wheeler stuff, that's uh, there's no other avenue. And, and from my perspective, it's one of, the big concern that you have with any sort of you worry about chemistry and roles changing as injuries happen. I think in Wheeler's case, his role had already been defined as something different than what it was before he got injured. He's like last year when we came on this show after Kentucky was eliminated by St. Peter's and said, "Yeah, sounds like Severe Wheeler was kind of a." Uh, not happy with the way things are going there at the end of the year. It's because he kind of got knocked down the pecking order while he was injured. And he was expecting to have the same role when he returned, and it didn't happen. The expectations, he knows if he's going to play, what capacity he's playing in. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm not as much, if he does come back, I don't see that potentially being a distraction. And if anything, it having it, 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 if he is the, the fast little spark plug that he typically is that we've seen him at full health. If he can do that and just change up the pace, right, and let Kaysom Wallace take a breather or maybe even play the wing for a little bit, play off the ball, I think it's overall net positive. Um, it, it's just I hope we don't get the C.J. Frederick version of Severe Wheeler, if that makes sense, because I don't even know what that would look like for Severe. You know what I mean? That's another great point too. Is if if he's not at a hundred percent, what will that, what would that, what would it even bring to the table? Where would it even be worth putting putting him out there? But I if do, he's not, he has to be at that like going a hundred miles an hour sort of pace to be effective. The thing, the thing that just sucks here is, are we even a hundred percent sure that Kaysen Wallace is a hundred percent healthy, or even close to a hundred percent? He does. Healthy? He didn't look it when he had. Where it'd be nice if you're like, all right, Wheeler, if you can really be close to 100%, then when Wallace needs a breather, he can stay closer to 100% for a shorter amount of game time than having mm -hmm. to space yep. him out. Yep. Go give it, go, go out there and give a good little three minute stretch here. And he could just kind of be the Wheeler of old. It'd be amazing. It'd be so big for this team. But I, I you're right. It's probably going to be like an 80% Wheeler, 80% Wallace, right. or somewhere in, you know, that 10 percentage range, give or take. So, it's a fair question what a 80% wheeler would even look like for this team. Yeah, but yeah. Um, just because he's healthy, I don't think it automatically you snap your fingers and UK is at full strength playing its best basketball. But another weird thing, though, and this was the turn of the calendar, despite Wheeler not playing a ton in the new year, UK did beat Vanderbilt when he was running the show in that game. The only That's time true. they beat Vanderbilt, the yep. only time that they looked solid against Vanderbilt. And Vandy started to play a little different after that game and looked a little different after that game. But that that was a nice Wheeler game, one of his better ones yep. on the season. People so, forget that. Is that something? No, because you could probably just point to several games where UK looked uh, looked better, but at least in terms of, of Vandy. And then I thought about this. I, I listened to a Providence. I just I, you found a Providence podcast. I did. I wow, found a Providence. Good job. Po What's it called? Good job. It's called like the Flex or something. The Fly Guys. 
yeah, it, it, so many cool Providence names you could do. Theirs was was not not even related to Providence. Uh, let me find it. <laughs> anyway, oh, the Flex. Yeah, it was called the Flex. It has nothing to do with Providence. I don't know. Maybe it does. Do they run the Flex offense? I don't think they do. Ed Cooley flexes all the time. <laughs> they going to be flexing in Georgetown. They year. seem they seem like good fellas. Matt St. Jean and Joe Hahi Hahi. I don't know if you have to say it with a New England accent. Oh, Their New England accent was a little underwhelming. But they previewed the game. They didn't know anything uh, about Kentucky. They t- really went heavy about how UK offensively, you just need to play average defense against them. And I was like, wait, what? They, <laughs> they're, they're top 15 offense. They're in the like, country. if you just go out there and you play average defense, this is the type of team. They, you, so that's what they're telling they're, themselves. They're, they're easy. They're easy to slow down. <laughs> they they, they, they didn't really seem to have a great understanding of college basketball outside of the Big East, and that was and that's okay. That's fair. You, I, I don't have a good understanding of the Big East. It, yeah, it, it's tough. But uh, they did know a lot about Providence, and they they talked a lot about how Bryce Hopkins was promised a million different things at at UK and wasn't delivered on them and was lied to and was misused and then went to Providence and Ed Cooley really figured out the right ways to use him and turn him into the player that he was. Jack Pilgrim has a different take on the whole thing. Yeah, he I, I listened to his podcast as well. They, he did a great job, um, as always, enjoyable listening to his content. He talked about how UK – Basically told him you need to get your butt in shape, yeah. or you don't even don't even think about playing if you don't kick it into high gear. And for a moment, he like bought into it, and that's when you were starting to get the reports, probably from Kyle Tucker's of the world, talking about how dominant he was in the offseason training and practice yep. and stuff like that. And then it kind of just cut off because he didn't buy back into it, and he didn't get playing time. The Bryce Hopkins playing time stuff at UK, as with anything with this basketball program, has been overblown and over-exaggerated. He was, Oscar Shibway was having the most dominant year of a big man in 40 years. He was going to be the five. He was playing the five. That was chewing up all the five minutes. So then you had a ton of bigs that were competing for those four spots. And also... Yeah, the jokes almost write themselves. But I got to give Calipari a little bit of credit, or a pass, if you will. You can call it whatever you want. So you had a ton of guys competing for the four spot. Keon Brooks, it was kind of his time to take over, step up. He did some nice things. Ultimately, probably wasn't consistent enough for UK to at least beat St. Peter's, I suppose. Toppin was in the mix. He was in the rotation. Hopkins was in the mix and in the rotation. Just had a good game. Uh, but didn't really do enough to separate himself. Collins had to get a little bit of run. Lance Ware had to get a little bit of run. I don't really blame them for the lack of playing time for Hopkins. And then that being said, while Cal, you know, we do get frustrated sometimes with where he puts guys at certain positions, and it's totally fair criticism, he even tried Hopkins at the three just to get him on the floor more and to get him more opportunities. And sometimes, again, maybe a game, it went well. Other times, not as much. Uh, So I don't really give – I don't – put that on Calipari as playing guys out of position, which he does do, but I don't think that really is an example of one because he was just trying to get Hopkins on the floor and, again, went well a time. Um, 
So interesting, though, from Jack that it was kind of a work ethic sort of deal. And then you have Hopkins say the comments he said about, I felt like a robot, I can do what I want, an Ed Cooley system. So we'll see. You also had, uh, I think, Bryce Hopkins talk about the group, the old UK group text message has been sparked back up. So they, <laughs> there has been some communications between the players, which I do like that. Hopefully it'll mean they're going to go after each other, and I'm sure they're going to talk trash to each other, but they won't take it to that next line. Hopefully Oscar's not going to be elbowing anybody into their eyeballs. Yeah, that would be nice. I, I think if you wanted to uh, say, like, well, who's right and who's wrong? Is it the Providence side or is it the Kentucky side? If you look at Bryce Hopkins' pictures of him this year versus last year, you can see that he he maybe took John Kelly Perry's advice at Providence. He looks like night and day difference um, from a physical standpoint. I always thought he had, um, and I don't mean this in a derogatory term, which is a hell of a preface for anything you're about to say, but oh, he, he had a lot of baby fat to him, you know? And he just he, he looked a little slow on the floor. Some of that is because he plays methodically, but he's in much better physical shape now than he was a year ago. And for a lot of guys, it just takes them some time to mature and develop, to grow be, to grow out of being a high schooler to being a college basketball player. Uh, I think he's there now. Uh, I forgot that he also had an uh, injury, an ill-timed injury. Was it the hamstring? I think that Jack said, but it, yeah, it was, yeah, that that kind of. Threw things for a loop because he did have that that one good game last year. So, um, but no longer can you play the oh it's his fault or there like who cares now you're just it's time to play. Um, which technically no not time to play till tomorrow, uh, but we will get they they will be practicing having an open open practice in Greensboro this afternoon. I know Kentucky's is at two thirty, um, so we'll get open practices and then comments from. Uh, each coach and the players uh, afterwards. Should be interesting stuff. The Providence podcast was over overall mostly complimentary of UK for not really knowing too too much about their team. Very complimentary of Oscar Shebway. Not so much of, of Jacob Toppin or any of the other uh, guards or teams. And the only games they talked about were any of UK's losses. Didn't actually even mention any of the wins. But overall, they 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 spoke highly of UK. They seem to think that there's a good chance Providence just gets ran out the door early on in the game. They were talking about how much it's going to be important for it to be a game, to you know, Providence to be within the game in 10 minutes or within a few baskets or even up, which is interesting because UK never really puts teams away. If anything, they had that nice start against Vanderbilt and you blinked and it was gone. But I guess that's something to keep an eye on tomorrow night. Maybe Kentucky can get out to a fast start on these guys and and put up a lot of points on them. Uh, they they seem to think they seem to have somewhat similar opinions to Providence that a lot of UK fans have. Just inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. Not really knowing. Which is not really knowing what to expect the from story one, of one a stretch to another. Six of eleven game, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, kinda, that's true. <laughs> that's Which, by the way, again the blowouts last night, but. Somewhat impressive from Arizona State. Anybody make any money on that, Scoots? Yeah, I did. Can I no. get a come on? I did not. No. You cannot get a come on. Come on. Come on. There we go. Yeah, just fade, fade the Mountain West. Scoots, if there's one bet the, the KRC people need to make today, what is it? Ooh. Um, like take it to the bank. Oh, man. That's a tough one. Let me, let me, give me a minute to look. 
Because I do have some locks for today. It's very difficult to do the take it to the bank when you're just betting on every game. Because I think that's where I'm at right now. I placed 11 wagers yeah, yesterday, and I came in with a, a bunch more today. So There's portion control. Is there? It's March. It's like, that. you know, isn't that ultimately... I love church picnic, blackjack, and I just love good old-fashioned blackjack regardless of where it's at. But that's really what it comes down to. Like, when you bet big, did you win? Did you get a blackjack when you bet big? Did Or did you just get unlucky? Did you ultimately win a lot of hands, but when you had your big bets, you just you were unlucky See, about it? That's I, what it is for college basketball betting for me, too. It's like, I'm especially in the tournament, I'm going to bet a ton. You're right. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the ones that I go heavy on, did they hit? See, here's the secret, TJ. You just almost never go heavy. Yeah, right. I never. I just. It's, what do they say in the Patriot? What do they say in the Patriot? What do they say in the Patriot, Rash? Come on, uh, you it's know. It's been that. a while since I've watched the Mel you, Gibson. They epic. teach it every. They it's teach a, it all great, the time. It is a great. What is Aim it? small, miss small. You bet big, you win big. <laughs> I, think That's what that, I think it's the inverse. If you. <laughs> no, you bet big, you win. You inverses. bet big, you win big. Yeah. Well, my thing is, is it's I, a scared money don't make money situation, and you learn that from Mel Gibson and the Patriot. R.I.P. Heath Ledger. R.I.P. Heath Ledger. I, 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 I'll, look, I'll look during the break to see what my Stone Cold lock of the day is because there are some that I feel better about than others. Um, but I'm, I'm very much a we're just playing a unit on all of them, and maybe I'll double up every once in a while. But it's, uh, you know. No, you got to have your, your, your big. Why, you got to have your big in. The but, one that where you get a little nervous. During. This methodology is the reason why I'm, you know, still up from college football season. Haven't had to – deposit any money since i've got my lock oh scoots has his lock very first game of the day take maryland plus two and a half oh i love the opposite side i also really love <laughs> I, I, when was the last time maryland won away from uh, their home court scoots uh it's been a while big 10 tournament been a while. Won a game. that's true okay one game since i think it was january was the last road win or something but, uh, terrible away from I mean home. I don't I don't like it either okay yeah, so it's just terrible bet if you all don't love it I've got another one well, no that's not how this works we told you to that's, do, that's well, your walk I'm torn I'm torn you got to be more confident this is a, this was it was a big 10 homer bet yeah but Scooch, you got to be confident in your bet. Stand I, by it I love that bet I'm gonna stand by it but I also really love Arkansas minus two and that's going against oh, the big 10 so crap. suck it I like that one too but that's one of those ones where it's just like I that line's a little stinky, but yeah, if, if you look at Arkansas's record, they have just kind of stunk. Yep. They've mostly lost to good teams, tournament teams, high-seeded tournament teams even, but they haven't really been – it hasn't clicked for them. And I don't know where I heard it from because I've listened to so much. i first half under in that game. Jeez, oh, Louise. Yeah, we're going uh, – it was a weird little stat, so I've got a new system, I don't, and that game's probably going to be ugly. I don't know where I heard it from, and it could have even been on TV, but somebody said that in those eight, nine games, isn't there always that team that you're like, if it just clicks for them, they could beat the one seed and go on a run. Kentucky. And how often does it ever really click? And Kentucky is an exception yep. to that. North Carolina last year is an exception so, to So it. once every so there has five been, years. There has been a couple. <laughs> but for the most part, I remember, was it 2012? When who did I did Iowa, Iowa State, State beat was, UConn? Yeah, or, and it, that was a UConn team where it was like maybe they had Andre Drummond, and it was like if it clicks for that UConn team, watch out! They've got the talent to go toe to toe, and I think they got smacked. Yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty sure well, that was the scenario. It's because the eight nine games are typically power five, power six teams that just underperformed and uh, to expectations all year. Whereas, I mean, Arkansas had Final Four hype going into this year. 
They they are very much their fan base is very upset. The must bus stocks are low, but he's been to what back to back elite eights there. So that's very yeah. This was kind of their circled year though. They're like we've been knocking on the door, we get and now Nick we've Smith? got more talent yeah. than ever. Although the injury to that big guy that, yeah, that, 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 that turned was out huge to be for them. Yeah. And then obviously they've kind of had the ups and downs of Nick Smith, but. I do like them. I think that line kind of stinks. I, Illinois is just they're as they're underwhelming as all get out. So uh, I, I what, like what it. What about well. the other eight nine game? What are, what are your all thoughts on Auburn Iowa? I like Auburn. I, I like Iowa if this game was anywhere besides Birmingham, but it's it's a home game for Auburn. You will have actually. It's going to be interesting. Is Alabama in the early? No, they're not. So they're not in the same session. I was going to say, you could have a lot of Alabama fans that are there just rooting against Auburn, but since they're in different sessions, probably not. I like Auburn just because it's going to be a home game for them, and Iowa's probably going to have a meltdown. Iowa, uh, did you know Fran McCaffrey's never been to the Sweet 16 in Iowa? Wow. That's bad. Not good. Wowzer. Not good at all. Um, So that's a fun stat to kind of hang your hat on. Uh, If you're looking for the lock of today – and you are because you like making you like making that sweet sweet cheddar cash. Is go ahead and do a little. You're you're going to take your seven seeds, do a little parlay. It's going to get you at. Let me punch it in you're here. Putting all the seven seeds in a parlay. I'm not putting two of them. Okay. To get plus two fifty six Northwestern and Michigan State. Both are covering. Oh, you're a Big Ten homer. <laughs> what the hell? Call me Big Ten Tej. <laughs> I like both of them. I, I like them both to to like, win large. Northwestern, both of them, is just basically a better version of Boise State and Michigan State. They're they're going to be a threat in the East. I think they're going to be a threat to beat Marquette. And I have not. USC has been inconsistent. I think this is a game where USC is maybe going to get up early. Maybe you maybe you like USC in the first half. But Michigan State will go on a big run, or USC will go on a big scoring drought, probably both things at the same time, actually. And they'll win. And they'll both win. minus they'll one win. and a half. They'll win comfortably. There's your locks of the day. I like that plus strategy, two, though. Plus 256. That's fun. Um, one thing I'm also doing, um, I'm parlaying my Final Four regional picks together, and I'm going to see. I bet that's got quite quite decent odds, even though there's no oh, talk in there. Well, you think you're going to get all four, or do you think how many are you going to try to do? That's why you do it, right? You you try to parlay all four together. Man, do you know Just how put five bucks on it? That Sunday, it could be in Louisville too. Imagine Louisville's the Friday Saturday or Friday Sunday games. Excuse right. me. And what if the Louisville one's the last one? I don't know if it's out it's, in Vegas. It's determined it's, by by like who's the better matchup, though. It, you know what I mean? It is, but if it, if it's Vegas, they may probably just default to have Vegas be the later game, regardless of matchups. But imagine that. just You're at the Yum Center watching in person, and if this team wins, your plus 32,000 parlay hits or whatever the odds would be. That'd be awesome. Which would probably be pretty wild. Would be pretty wild. Uh, gamble responsibly. Yeah, you we, should. We don't have any gambling sponsorships, but, you know. Yeah, but you should gamble responsibly. You really should. Smart thing to do. 1-800-GAMBLER. Yep. Man, it would be really fun if Marquette lost. That's not today, though, I don't think. I think that's tomorrow's game. Oh, that may be the Kentucky Lottery one. 
224700. No, I think it is 1-800-GAMBLER. You don't think they'd want to like remind somebody with a gambling problem that they're a gambler even in punching the number? <laughs> Plus 5,000. Ooh, that's some good, some good juice right there on this parlay. What is it when you get to it? 50, plus 56,000. So $5 50. bet pays 2,800 bucks. That'll yeah. do. Okay, well, I got to do one too. <laughs> <laughs> it's too fun not to do. Yeah, I mean, come on. Too fun not know? to do. Uh, all right, let's go to a break. We'll come back. We you can tell been... we're excited about today. We... We'll talk more games. We'll wrap up the text on. But we, we really haven't done a bracket break, an extensive bracket breakdown this week. No, we're not. But we're probably going to give you Final Four picks Preview or something some games. like that. But we're yeah. definitely going to get into the text line. Talk we'll do that when we up. return here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio, first round of the NCAA tournament in just a couple hours. Maybe why don't we just dance down the hall? Maybe straight up the stairs, bouncing off the wall, floating on air, baby. Why don't we just dance? I'll cut a rug. Over. Over. I heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. It's going to be a beautiful day today. It's probably going to be the only beautiful day uh, of the weekend, unfortunately. Hate how bad I want to golf. It's the NCAA tournament. You can't I know. Me? I can't Unless golf. you could only, if you could go right after the show. Oh, actually, that would be. Perfect day. Why didn't, why didn't we, why didn't we plan that? Didn't we plan that? <laughs> I guess you really never know with Kentucky weather, but that, that would yeah. be, that would be a great way to chew up those three hours. Hey, what about tomorrow? You know what? It's it, not going to be as nice tomorrow. It is great though, because, um. When you get the nice weather day, my cousin's uh, setup is walkout basement. Oh, nice! Hey, kids, just go out there and play. Just play outside. I can. I, I get you really holler at me when you end up hurting yourself. I'm, I'm, we're at that point in the Roush house where eventually there's just some, some something's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to get hurt because we're, we're mm-hmm. jumping off of couches. We're just big into jumping off of things. So eventually, um, yeah. That, oh, did you ask him to stop? At, at one point <laughs> yesterday, I just went upstairs to like. Grab some house shoes. My feet were cold. He was tired. He'd been playing outside a lot. Trips going up the stairs. Hurts his knee. He's crying. He's in tears. We're getting ready to go back downstairs, but he left his his uh, stuffed uh, monkey. We call him bananas. That's his like. If I'm sad, I hold bananas. Bananas makes me happy. Do you all ever say like B A N A N A S? Sometimes. Um, actually, no, not yet. But I'm sure that's coming down the pike. He just. I mean, it. It was five steps. From our steps to get to said stuffed animal, trips falls hits both knees on the ground, just tears again. Like hey, like we you for, apparently you forget to walk when you're exhausted. But you know what? I can't say much because yesterday I was I was I got beat up yesterday because I tried to teach him how to somersault. Oh, what are you, what are you doing, Rash? You're, you're way too old for this. My back was like, why, 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 why would you do this to me? It seems like the upcoming injuries in the Roush house are going to be due to Roush. Yeah. Teaching him how to do somersaults. Well, but you know, it falls on you, pal. It was just on a little, you know, mat sort of deal, and you just you, you just get in your head and you just roll over. It's not that hard. 
But my back, not built for that. <laughs> I'm not for that right. I, I don't know how I got down this wild tangent, but uh, kids, a lot of fun. Uh, just they need to be able to keep themselves busy when you're watching the basketball. Beautiful day out. That's why you're going to need your Shady Ray sunglasses. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use promo code BIGX, 25% off. An amazing selection. Spring, even if it's not just for today, you're going to have great weather down the down, – I think springs in Kentucky, spring in Kentucky is the best weather. You just only get like a couple weeks of it. So in that way, fall is probably the best season from a weather standpoint because it's a little bit longer. But nothing better than spring in Kentucky. Get your Shady Rays. Use the promo code BIGX for 25% off at checkout. Speaking of checking out, you can do it at Thornton's. 89 cents. Any size drink. They're big ones. They're huge. They're, they're ginormous. They're enormous, yeah. They're like yeah. mini little kegs at that rate. 89 cents. That's wild. Here's a random question. What's last me drink out of a keg? Definitely last spring, the Duke-UNC game. If keg? Somebody, somebody if, got a keg? Yeah, it was actually like a, a random, it's a pretty random party. But, yeah, they had a keg. Scoots, you? Uh, probably my dad's wedding. We were doing keg stands. I, that's the last time I can remember say, drinking out it, of a keg. It, it feels like it has oh, to be. Oh, my, my fantasy football draft. Oh, yeah, and you all do that. Yeah, we yeah. do. We do. That's like the, that's our little thing. We, that, do, we do a keg. It used to be the, the keg at the St. Patrick's Day pregame and then... One of the main keg standers. He just had a baby this week. So, congrats, by the way. It's an arts. Uh, but, uh, you yeah. did it. Yeah, but uh, can't be doing keg stands when, you know, baby's coming any day. So, it's a little bit more mm-hmm. max and relax and all. Chilling all cool. You, what are you going to do for the Cats game? I, I haven't figured that part out yet. I'm not really sure. What, what time y'all play? Like 7.30? 7.10, yeah. 7.10. Which is? Get the primetime spot. Yep. Because we're the primetime team. Everybody wants to watch the Wildcats, baby! The big dogs. Meow. Nobody wants to watch the Hoosiers and the Golden Flashes. No. Scoots, are you do you have any anxiety over this weight? Um, not uh, no, not really. Just because it's all the time's gonna be filled with basketball. Um, yeah, no, not really. And and I'm expecting a win, so. So you are expecting a win though. First NCAA tournament win mm. since dot dot dot. Mm, last year. If you count the first four. Do we? <laughs> I don't care. It's up to you. Well, before that, though, it was probably that. Yeah, it was 2016, wasn't yep. it? Mm-hmm. Long time. Wow. Just nice to go into a tournament with a little bit of hope. That's what I've said. You've got the hope? A little bit of hope. And we've got the text on the Thornton text line. 502-414-1450 is the number. We're catching up to our backlog throughout the week. Um, and finally getting to the point. Kaysen missed the game in Oxford with an injury. Prior to that game, he was 38 of 94. From three, that's 40%. Since then, he's 5 of 30, 16.6%. Yeesh. Not great, Bob. I believe it was also right around the same time that Wheeler got hurt, right? Because we had the game with Jacob Toppin and, re, you know, point guardless, essentially. Yeah, not, not, not the same. Does not have the same legs underneath him since that. But I don't even remember what. Do you have any confidence that it gets back to anything like that? The thing I, is, I, I don't, but I'm 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 finding myself being more pessimistic on this group, and I'm not trying to be. It's just like, gosh, it was so good for a while, and then injury, boom, it's just not going to get. I still maybe believe it's not going to get back. When the shot leaves his hand, it looks good. He's got to take him. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. But uh, uh, 
So while no, I don't to right now, when the game happens, yes, I believe every one of those is going. <laughs> yeah. Um, and who knows, maybe having severe wheeler come in for a little bit can, can help that out. Help alleviate some of that stress on Case and Wallace. Toppin is our best charge taker. I think he draws at least one on Bryce. I That's wish you could point. bet on that. Overcharges taken. I think I do think there's a decent chance Bryce just comes out way overjuiced, forces a few things. Yep. And it sounds like if Kentucky can get up on this team, it's going to be good news. One thing we do know is it's not good news when Kentucky gets down big. So don't do that. Kind of scary to see how many people have said Providence and Vandy are similar. They are not. They are not. No, no, not not really. At all. I mean, maybe if you just said, like, comparable record. But, like, Providence, Vandy's only, the only reason we think they're good is because they won nine of their last ten. Providence is seven and eight of their last 15. They're really they're not. lost three in a row. They're really not similar teams they, in terms of style of play. No. It's just you see Ken Palm, good offense, bad defense. And yeah. You're like, oh, it's the same thing with Vandy, but it's not. They do a lot of different things. Yeah. yeah. And they 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 were able to go small and and, and take out Providence isn't go, going small. No. I'm curious too the way it's officiated because I don't I mean you could say this really about most teams in the NCAA tournament but especially in the front court what kind of depth do they have there? Something to just keep Not a lot. on Friday night. Not a lot. There, the Providence podcast did mention something interesting. I guess Bryce Hopkins backup is notably known to be a significantly better defender than Hopkins. So there's been some talk of how much can you play Hopkins at some times because he is really, really good offensively, but this other guy's better defensively, and I guess you can't get him on the floor at the same time for whatever reason. Uh, so that was I found so that to be a interesting. Talking point. And I, I've watched plenty huh. of Providence. I, I don't. I didn't really know who they were talking about, and plus I was working and kind of half paying attention to the podcast. Right, right, but, right. Um, I, I've talked to, you know, I've, on this show I've talked a lot about Providence throughout the year. But it's a it's a good if UK just comes to play they'll be fine. It's weird the way we look at UK because I feel like myself included, more people are down about the finish because you lost to Vandy twice in a nine day period, including an early exit from the SEC tournament. But we all felt great until that Vandy home loss. Like, everything was yep. – you were cruising. Hey, just beat Vandy. You can take a loss uh, to at Arkansas and things will be all right. Well, then you lost to Vandy. People got down. That's natural after losses. And then they beat Arkansas and Roush. We were right back in it. One of the hottest teams in the country. When we talked about playing Vandy in the SEC tournament, two teams that were the, the hottest in the league, maybe A&M and obviously Alabama there as well. It was like it, you can view this team in two different lenses. One, the team that finished the stretch pretty good, all things considered, when we looked at that six-game stretch and we were like, do they need to go four and two? Do they need to go – well, they won all of them except for the Vandy game. And the but other- then they lost to Vandy again, so then you don't – they have lost two out of their last three. Are they hot coming in? Are they cold coming in? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Somebody <sighs> tell me. It's tough. It's tough. And it's also the national media perspective is kind of similar in that where, like, yeah, Kentucky finished the year pretty good. But you just freaking Vandy. Vandy ruins everything. Suck it, Vandy. Take out your suck it and go suck it in the NIT. Oh, here we go. We've got some bracket picks. Oh, no. Sorry. I jumped ahead. Haven't made it all the way through the show yet, but it's a blast to me that nobody has mentioned sugar cream pie yet. 
Y'all should be ashamed. You're, you're, you're saying that something called sugar cream pie is the best. It's because it's just sugar. Like literally it's in the name. Sugar I've never cream even pie heard of is that. a custard pie made with a simple filling of butter, flour, cream, and sugar sprinkled cinnamon sugar. It sounds good. Yeah, it's sugar butter. It's like uh, what's the grape drink? The ingredients to grape drink? Sugar water purple. What do we got next on the Thornton sex line? <laughs> sugar cream pie. President Biden made his bracket picks for the NCAA's final four and reasoning for each follow in no particular order. Number one. San Francisco. There's no stopping Bill Russell when he gets the ball under the basket. Number two, North Carolina. Jordan Worthy and Phil Ford controlling the four corners. Wow. Don't forget about Matt, Coach Matt Doherty. Three, Magic, Al Cinder, and Worthy bring showtime to Annapolis this year. Four, Pitt, Bradshaw, Mean Joe, Swan, Franco, and Stallworth finally get that ring for the thumb in 81. And number five, NWO, Hall, Nash, and Hulk. That Miss Elizabeth has one hell of an ass. Those are my picks of the Final Four. It's going to be an awesome October Madness this year. <laughs> we had previously read it, uh, so that um, could explain the, the reaction. But it it yes. really tickled Ralph. Yeah, it really did. That was a good texture. The only pie no, I love. Nothing like a good Joe Biden old joke. Like, it's just tale as old as time. Yeah. And for all the libs out there who just get very mad at dumb jokes like this, like, grow up. And just laugh a little. They're hilarious. All of them are funny, no matter how bad they are. Roush talking to the lips. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, the only pie I love more than pumpkin pie is custard pie. Yeah, I don't know. Custard pie doesn't look great. Custard pie is a type of uncooked custard mixture added to an uncooked or partially cooked crust, baked together. It it looks dense, unlike uh, a chocolate pie is more like a mousse sort of deal, where it's kind of lighter. The custard... Feels wet, wet and dense. Not for me. Mitch vindicated on Mingione. We can't beat this guy. Well, I, I hope he is vindicated on Mingione. I want it to work neat. out in the baseball program. But Hunter Gilliam is just—he just steps up to the plate and hits dingers. That's just what he does. It's crazy the streak he's on right now. I watched a little bit of the IU series at our game. It was—it was a good time. But also, you can't be vindicated until SEC play because they might—they could just not make the SEC tournament again. I'm sure the texter was yeah. texting that in jest. Roush might not be the biggest cow. Roush might not be the biggest cow hater on the 11 personnel podcast. Wow, luck at big cow hater. You know, if you say anything critical of Cal, you're a Cal hater. So. Tex, you got to remember, there's a lot of groupthink. People hear something, they just kind of piggyback off an opinion. It takes it's it's tough for people to formulate their own opinion. Also, luck is a sheep. I'm not that. Whoa, <laughs> oh, whoa, it's always a sheep. Whoa, I, hey, sheep. I didn't say any of that. A text. That's a joke, by the way. Text. <laughs> To KRC listeners. Mm. My cousin pitched great for the Batcats yesterday. Hey, all right. Travis Smith is his name. Watch out for Cats. Go Cats. And for basketball, I just want a tournament win. Since I've been in college, I haven't seen one, and I'm sick of it. All love for you guys and love the show. You you know what this Way to go, Travis Smith. Kind of reminds me of is uh, it's like the inverse of my college experience where we just couldn't get enough tournament wins. We didn't know what to do with them all. We had so many of them. And we were so bad at football. But now it's, oh, you've got a good team to cheer for in football. kind of what Grapes of Wrath was like. Ooh, did I read the Grapes of Wrath? Is that the one where they're going to California? Yeah, they go to California way. (laughs) Get some internet. It is true. It is like the inverse. Because, which the inverse is much more fun because you can get drunk tailgating 
still go to watch bad teams, you know? Yes. We got we got a couple decent football games, but it's almost the exact inverse where it was Final Four and four of my five years at UK. That's fun. Texture says, <laughs> catching up on all the pod talk on podcasts. A lot of pod talk. Love the pod talk. My favorite is definitely peanut butter pie from the sound of TJ and Nick are huge fans. Of, well, okay. Well, sugar cream pie. You were the only person that had to make. Texture says, did you all see the peanut YouTube TV announced the multi-view? We did. We talked about that. Uh, Texture uh, we did talk about that, right? That was on air. We did. Yeah, had, that so was if you had it or not. Yeah, yeah. We argued about Survivor off air. Right. Yeah. And I'm profiling. Chris Washburn, <laughs> NC State. What's that? Chris Washburn is a guy. He's a uh, play-by-play guy. Sounds like Scoots needs to consume some of Trevor's herbs for better memory. Talk about Wacky Wednesday or maybe just Bizarro World. Maybe Scoots? I have consumed some of Trevor's herbs. You don't know that. It's the World Cup. Let's all watch football instead of boring, commercial-break-heavy, propaganda-sponsored American football. Yeah, because there's no propaganda aired during the Qatar World Cup. Hey, the United Which, States advanced to the quarterfinals in the World Baseball Classic. Oh, nice. Woohoo! Everybody excited about that? Oh, yeah. Speaking of fun hypocrisy, did you see Damon Thayer uh, just one? Just wondering, the biggest advocate for sports gambling is respecting people's moral stances against gambling. I'm glad and, you've uh, been on this on the old tweeter. Keep after it, buddy. Somebody, like, my God. Like, we are the horse racing capital of the world. And I, I don't know how it's going to go. I think it's going to pass, and I think we're going to have sports gambling, and I'm sure I'm setting myself up to be disappointed. I, Damon Thayer's quotes are kind of concerning and alarming if you're kind of just listening or looking at headlines and looking from far away because he's talking about how we got to do this. It is setting up almost for it to happen, and he has laid the groundwork for, if it look doesn't. what I did. Ah, I look see what, you're what I he's did. He's kind of saying, well, I don't know if we're going to get the vote. But if I do it, people, I'm the hero, Damon Thayer. Mm-hmm. How many people have said that I've been against it, and who is the person that worked their tail off to get the votes? We've got it now. It's clear, though, TJ, if this gets passed, Kentucky Roll Call is giving Damon Thayer zero credit. Well, let's just get it passed, and then we can zero credit. Let's just let's get it passed, and we can None. go from there. It, if it, I will give I will give I will give a little bit of credit if it gets passed. Let's just get Scoots, it passed. Will you let's give just, him any let's credit? get to a point that we have to stop driving over a stupid bridge yeah, to go make a bet. It's just, I mean, I love hanging out at that but I mean, come on. And with how cold I've been, you know, it's maybe not the worst thing I can't bet in this state at this moment. But in all seriousness, you got to give. It's so dumb. We can go bet on horses. We can do a million different things. And I have no doubt that once it does get passed, they're going to do some stupid hurdles. You're going to have to go to Churchill Downs. Yeah, to register. Make 16 or, yeah. show parlay bets. and <laughs> Pay respect yeah. to the Barbaro statue. Do a curtsy. Then you can bet on your phone when it's not Derby Day. I love the curtsy. <laughs> you got to learn how to play the bugle. You know how to do the call to the post. <laughs> That's how you unlock the app on your phone. Which, by the way, it was, you know, you have those moments during, you have these solemn experiences and there's always like a moment of levity during it. Well, 
We're, we're laying Brooks' 95-year-old grandfather to rest. He's an Army vet. They're doing uh, oh, wow. they do the 21-gun salute, and it comes time to play taps. Guy goes to pick up the bugle, and it just starts playing before he puts it to his mouth. Oh, <laughs> and he oh. just like, oh. <laughs> he throws it up to his mouth. <gasps> oh, they had the speaker at the end of it attached did everybody to it. notice it? There was, there was a couple that did. There was a couple that did. But I, I enjoyed it. I, so those were... That's what you remember for those, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Why? Uh, where? Why did Americans call it football? So odd and never discussed. There was already a football sport where players kick a ball with their feet. Maybe Americans should have mixed it up. Called our version feetball or handball or concussion ball. See, here's the concussion thing, ball. you European slurper. Whoa. We do a lot of things in America just out of spite for the rest of the world. Horse racing is the most specific one, and I'm, I doubt that you all all watch the two-minute explanation on why they're called uh, the Lexington Counterclocks now, um, but it's because the Brits and everybody across the pond ran the opposite way, right? They ran clockwise. We said, huh, we're doing things our way. We're going to run it differently. We're going to do dirt races, and we're going to run it counterclockwise that's how a lot of stuff is so they were just like oh that dumb sport they play over there football yeah well we got a better football where we beat the hell out of each other instead of kicking it around and saying "Ooh, look at me kicking football i appreciate the explanation i'm just going i the 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 sugar and coffee has just really got me feeling some type of way the, March, says, the atmosphere yeah glorious. frank turn it off old timer another text says the text line is a time machine how i felt three days ago one of these days you're going to read one from a person who died between sending and it's going over the terrestrial airwaves john here happy wednesday morning to all come on time come on time can we already get this tip off uh, I know it's not good to rush time in general, but my excitement level is too high for the Cats. So tell me, who do you all see as a Cinderella-type team of this year? Who would be the team that could earn someone some serious cash by being an upset machine in the tournament field? We'll have to go talk to you later. I do like whoever comes out of the Kentucky, Kansas State, Providence, Pod, this little threesome to go to the Final Four. Yeah, so I'm. I'm. I'm also. That could be a three six or an eleven, possibly. Because I'm fading Marquette. Marquette's a good team to fade. And maybe you know Providence may be more of a stretch than the other teams, but I do think if Kentucky can get to New York, I, they they can win two games there. And certainly if Kansas State gets there, they they can do the same as well. Uh, those aren't really Cinderellas necessarily, John. So let me take a peek at my bracket and uh, I can go. get back got, to you. Yeah. Furman is the one very big seed that I have going to the Sweet 16, though. This this one's going to hurt my heart because it means they beat Indiana, but I like Drake a whole lot. whole lot. Like the rapper? Yeah, uh, I'm not a big What's Drake fan. What's your Dra- favorite Drake song? Scoots, ready, go. I'm uh, not sure I know any. Oh, best best I ever had. Yeah, best th- I ever uh, had. honestly, the best he ever had was the best he ever had. Correct. His first one. Great music video, too. Just great song. I could see VCU making the Sweet 16. Uh, not really Cinderella, but I could see Memphis beating Purdue. Yeah. So that's an eight seed. I, you know, John, I don't really know. Charleston. You, you can Char- really see any, any, either of those eight or nines, Ford Atlantic or – because um, Purdue, we all know, uh, as Mark Titus likes to say, the number one is their biggest opponent they're facing Man, all I'm, year. My bracket's a little chalky. 
Which, which definitely means it's not going to be good. Got a lot of chaos. Uh, also, yeah. taking Oral on the points today, Oral Roberts. Oh. Uh, what? what? <laughs> Oral Roberts on the points. Texter says, Nick Smith, did you all see that AT&T commercial last night with Toppin? And yes, we did. We talked about it. Did you not want to address the Nick Smith thing? You didn't wonder where that came from? No, what? That was their guess for your player sitting out for nil purposes. Check, oh. check didn't clear. Ooh. Oh, that's a good guess. A texter says, hot chocolate, TJ. You're 32. Drink coffee like a man. The one thing that does surprise me, TJ, is a lot of people, if they aren't coffee people, they're, you know, name some other caffeinated way, like a hot tea or a Diet Coke. You're just au natural. It's impressive. It's impressive. You're just running on straight TJ. Who doesn't like a good old-fashioned hot chocolate? Hey, Matt, stop using your burner phone to attack TJ, please. He's right. You're wrong. Finn. <laughs> Toppin and Wheeler have combined for the same amount of made threes as CJ on fewer attempts. Oh. Yeah. That's a tough That's a tough text to read. Oh, God. What a stat, though, Texter. We're great, just assuming the Texter's accurate about Especially it. Especially Toppin. He was 50% in SEC play entering the SEC tournament. Something like... 20 of 40 or, you know. He just takes good shots, yeah. Toppin does. There was a couple that felt a little more forced in the last game, but he kind of had to force the issue. Man, how wild were my Twitter poll results? Did you see that? Did you hear about Did that? Did not see Did your you your poll. Oh, you're not going to my Twitter on the regs? I just, <laughs> just missed your poll. What? I, uh, Who would you rather have back for next season, Livingston or Oscar? What would you think the percentages would be? Oh, I bet 60-40 Livingston. 76-24 Livingston. <laughs> Gosh, that was wild. Which, that, Which is a two-time All-American, and people are like, nope, give me the other guy. That's just – I think that's a wild result to the poll. I don't even blame if people prefer Livingston. I don't I don't think it's crazy to have Livingston win the poll. I don't. I'm not surprised by him winning the poll. 76% is surprising to me because we have tears for John Calipari freshmen, and they're stud. There's really, really good. There's, hey, good, potential looks good. For a normal freshman year, you're a good player. A little underwhelming, give them time. That's tier number four. And then the bottom tier is bust. He's not tier four or tier five. He's certainly not a bust. He's better than just his potential. But he's not been a stud. And I don't think Chris Livingston's been really good either. And everybody's so quick to take him over a two-time All-American. I get it that Livingston's more of a position of need. And I think I would even pick Livingston more. But it's really <laughs> cl- like it's really yeah. close to me. It's not 76%. Right, right. Uh, I was that was surprising, and then I did one for did, Reeves or Livingston. What do you think the results to that? I was just going to say before we move on, were you inspired by Jeff Drummond's tweet? I don't I don't know what his tweet was. Where he said we were having a little back and forth about Oscar. He thinks Oscar's going to be back. He has a hunch that he'd come back. Yeah, but I'd have a hunch that they would say thanks, but kind of. Time to oh, move. is that what old Jack's telling you? No, no, that that was like Jeff's hunch, I think. Oh, I was, think Jeff's hunch was he'll be back. He said he'll be back unless Cal determines he should not. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, but uh, yesterday, Oscar became just the ninth consensus two-time All-American in Kentucky basketball history. Hasn't happened since Kenny Walker in the 80s, and all the rest of them are – Danisel or back to the 30s. Like, it just, it's very, very rare. It's kind of crazy to have nine as a program. And, and it's bec- the, the part that, like, Oscar Shibway is great in a very specific area. And I think the reason why people are so, like, 
I think the reason why the the results of the poll are what they are, TJ, is because we are big on potential here, and we we we've seen Oscar max out his. We know exactly what we're going to get, and we just think, ooh, yeah, another year of Oscar's defense would would be hard. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and you know, it can't get that much better. What do you think the percentage for Reeves Livingston was? Who would I you bet. rather have back? You had to choose one. I bet we it was both of them. very close to 50-50, Reeves 55, Livingston 45. Reeves 63-37, so pretty close. Yeah, uh, and I think that's mostly just you're guaranteeing some scoring amongst a group of guards that you don't you, – you just don't know exactly what you're going to get. A bunch, a bunch of freshmen. We'll talk a little NFL in the text line, but Lonnie Johnson visiting the Seahawks today. Uh, All right, we're going to take our last break. We're going to come back. We're going to read more text. We're going to give you our final fours and some uh, tournament games for today and whatnot and other fun stuff. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Radio. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call here. Oh, wake it up, Sully Saloon. One final segment. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. Replay of the show, 9 to 11. Search Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcast, And don't forget to get yourself some salsarias for all the madness this weekend. Perfect for catering any watch parties, get-togethers, St. Patrick's Day parties. You don't normally think of Mexican food for St. Patrick's Day parties, but have you ever been drinking some green beer and had wildly addictive chips off to your right? <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Says St. Patrick's. Have some salsarias. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Middletown has a drive-thru. Download the app today. Save time, save money. All right, let's get to more texts. Where are we at? Ah, uh, we are at... Um, John here. Or, uh, we got that one. Yeah, yeah. That one. Me. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it's hilarious someone's attacking Scoots for being un-American for not liking apple pie. All while saying there's nothing better than eating a warm-touch apple pie. <laughs> But he also German. isn't a fan of USA soccer. He doesn't like apple pie. Scoots is just not an American. Wow. Kick me out. Robert, KRC pickup summer league 2023. Let's get it done. Yeah, I'm down. I've got a hoop in the old backyard. No, oh, we can just play some pickup back there. Yeah, we got some rocks down you can dribble on. Love no it. No injuries. Rewatch Game of Thrones during the early stages of the second baby. First four to six seasons of that show was so choice. I fast forward through the Shay Tyrion scenes, though. She's unbearable. She is terrible. Separate note, there needs to be a low goal tournament. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I love all these texts about basketball and uh, low goal tournaments. I'm down. Totally down. Yeah. I, I only worry, though. So my philosophy while playing old man basketball now is you can't get hurt if you never leave the floor. So if you jump up to like do something in a low goal, that's where that's where things can get a little hairy. Well, then don't jump in low goal. Make them go over top of you. Mm-hmm. 
You can be like uh, Vuvicic from Tennessee. <laughs> Just foul the ever-loving Five crap chest, out yeah. of everybody. Go. What about Devin Booker dating Jenna Ortega? Booker is a killer on the court and with the ladies. Don't care. Seems like a weird couple. I just all right, Scooch. Give us the yeah, analysis. Let us let us. How long have you known about Jenna Ortega? Uh, since I watched Wednesday on Netflix. You watched that show? Yeah, it just it was, came out. It was freaking great. You watched a show that just yeah. I'm shocked. I, I watched it probably two months ago. Wow, it was awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. But I don't know. I just they're Jenna's only twenty. Booker's I think twenty six, twenty seven, somewhere in that range. Just I don't know She's the twenty. The age difference seems weird, and they don't seem like they're all that compatible looks wise. I don't know. Whoa! What I is just the hell? Be, whoa! I could just be me judging. I don't okay, know. the the big fan of Germany's telling us that they're not compatible from a looks wise. <laughs> <laughs> it just they seem like a strange couple. Well, well, well I, I don't think I mean, she can be any stranger okay. than dating a Kardashian. They're, they're both so. moving past it. They're both good looking people. I just don't think they fit together. That's just my opinion. What does Ginny and Ortega look like? You know, do you know Jenna Ortega? I'm not good at that stuff like that. Uh, My yeah. wife's amazing. She uh, hosted SNL last week. She, I mean, she looks like Wednesday Adams because that's who she played. <laughs> so why, why, from a look standpoint, would her and Devin Booker not be? That's just she, my. That's just my opinion. I think it's because I don't he know. sees she her as five, Wednesday Adams. She's five one. Yeah, I mean she's crazy. she's tiny. Yeah, and I I do. You're right, Ralph. It's, I I kind of got that stuck in my head. You see her as like this dark. Yes. Like yes. Um, just. Morbid sort of personality. Exactly. Yeah, I, you're right. You're Six, absolutely five, right. Six five seven one is a significant height difference. A texter says, "Remember this, Roush. A hater will never be better than you." F M. Oh, thanks, texter. Ninety six one on the F M. <laughs> TJ, are you worried about the future and direction for your Green Bay Packers? I watched the Pat McAfee Roger stuff. Best of luck to Rodgers. He seems, once again, mad about Green Bay's handling of things. Uh, he said he went into the darkness retreat, and when he came out, Green he, he, he heard through the grapevine that Green Bay was more aggressively shopping him, and that was kind of his final straw of the whole ordeal. Uh, that's a bummer on Green Bay's part, but... But also, that's what you have it, to do as a franchise. Bit, it's responsibility. A yeah. Rodgers has talked for many years about the treatment of veteran players in the Green Bay organization. Maybe that's just the treatment of veteran players in every NFL organization. If you're Green Bay, just watch the gift basket episode of The Office. Gift baskets for these old guys. Give him a gift basket on his way to New York. But best of luck to him. Uh, but the interesting thing is, like the the timing of this all. Green Bay and New York had not worked out a deal in terms of what the Jets were getting him. But now Aaron Rodgers has expressed he doesn't want to be in Green Bay anymore. So I wonder if the Jets are going to be like, see, well, he does, he's not going to play for you, so maybe we aren't going to give you see, as much. That's so what now I, you're going to have to deal with this. It's, a, it's not as nice of a package. I wondered what the leverage standpoint was going to be. Because there for a while, it seemed like Rodgers' demands were so high that Green Bay was going to get a ton out of it. But... I don't know if that's the case anymore. Is Mercedes Lewis a free agent, or are they going to have to trade for him, too? Uh, I don't know. Because I know that was on his list of demands. I, I don't know. But the Schefter stuff was hilarious. That was very funny. Um, he, Schefter got Aaron Rodgers' number. But if I'm Green Bay, I, I'm telling the Jets to suck Rodgers it. told him and, to lose And I'm saying, number. like, all right, if we've already made the decision, we're moving on to Jordan Love, then this dude can sit on our bench and be a grumpy Gus for 
six months if he wants. We don't have to. We don't have to ship him. We don't have to trade him. We don't have to do anything. So give us what you want for him. You're the New York Jets. Who else are you going to play at quarterback? And we'll we'll make it happen. So I think ultimately Green Bay needs to be stubborn here and get exactly what you feel like he's worth and actually take him for all their their worth. Right yeah. There. But I'll root for him to do well at the Jets. I won't really care if they lose, but uh, it'll be fun to watch. The AFC is just silly. Absolutely silly with the quarterbacks they've got over there. It's going to be really fun to watch. Texter says, make that a brown sugar pie instead of the custard. I know you can't read this on air, but I'm dying at the implication of Roush got excited thinking about the JFK assassination in 9-11. <laughs> Do you want to make that noise again? I, I, don't, I don't know the, it's the noise. It's the boing noise. Boing. Yeah, that one. We know that nothing is guaranteed with recruiting classes. Not sure why people keep repeating that point, but I'd still rather have a good one than a bad one. Yes, yep. well said, Texter. Yeah, I repeat, I desperately need Jaquan Walton to be a cat. <laughs> TJ, please let Coach O know. The guy TJ. from Wichita State? Yeah, not well, Wichita and how to state. Got to clarify that. Yeah, Wichita guy. They're going to add a, a defensive dude. They better. I'm just going to speak that into existence. Please, Lord, if you all ever make another drop again, please make a drop of Scoot saying, let me talk this out with you guys. I got absolutely railed at work on Sunday. That should be a drop. <laughs> Scoots, what do you think? I'll see what I can do. The texter says, I have a single all-season ticket. Oh, okay. I have a single all-session ticket in Greensboro for sale that I would like to go to a Cats fan. I'm at, I message Roush on Twitter, so he has my info. I'd like to be able to sell it to a UK fan without all the bogus fees that reseller sites like Ticketmaster would make them pay. Thanks, fellas. Yeah, sorry I didn't reach back out, texter, but you get it with the ticket things. That, if any, it can be it, work for me. But if anybody is interested, I'll, I'll connect you to my mom texted in and says, what was the worst loss for UK this season? I'll hang up and listen. Uh, wait, wait, the, wait. South, the South Carolina loss, Mom. <laughs> so is she just trying to get us down on the day that March Madness starts? I don't know. There's your answer. What the heck, TJ's mom? Yeah, what the heck. A texter says on the Thornton's text line, stop in Thornton's, 89 cents soft drinks, can't beat it. Uh, but if you want that ticket, I guess reach out to me. I'll play middleman. I can make it happen. Scoots, does Trevor live in a house or an apartment? He, it's an apartment. He's got asbestos in it. Did you see any of the no, asbestos? It's not, it's not an apartment. I said a house, didn't I? No, you said it's an apartment. You said an apartment, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It. It's a house. Wait, my brain. Take it easy on the sugar, buddy. Jesus Christ. I don't know if an apartment would be big enough for Trevor. He needs his space. He has a house. He lives with his mother. His mother lives with him, depending on who you ask. And then he's got a sweet setup, and he's happy. And it sounds like he got a new reclining chair. So good for Trevor. I'm curious how many TVs he's going to have rolling. For oh, he's going to have something rolling. His, his sports room setup is pretty cool. I'll give him credit on that. You've been in the sports room setup? I have, yeah. Smells What'd like cigarettes. Do, what, what were you doing in there? It smelled like cigarettes. Yeah, I can confirm. Yeah. Gosh, he said, this is so gross. Probably the grossest thing Trevor's ever said. He lets Whoa. his dog eat off his fork. Like, in between bites. And lick out of his cup. And lick out of his cup. But he tries to limit her when it's mellow yellow in the cup. Like, what? <laughs> Trevor's relationship with dogs, I don't know. I mean, there is always the, the joke that, or not a joke, but say, he doesn't dog's mouth's cleaner than your uh, mouth. It's not. That's not true. That's not true. Dogs eat poop. They eat all sorts of nasty stuff. They lick all different... A dog's mouth, I get that they may have chemicals in there that can clean and do some cool stuff. But just the principle of it is no. No, and I don't want a dog to take a bite of my steak from my fork and then I go back and take a bite myself. That's disgusting. 
However, we did learn that like Mike Rutherford only washes his bath towel oh. once every like two months. Two months? He said he goes three weeks without changing his bath towel. I thought it was longer than that. That is disgusting. See, all right, I, I, I thought, a heavy I thought it was at least here. a month. No, it was thirty days. The original oh, tweet that month. they got was thirty days. That was Dan Orlovsky who said that. And then Mike came in and was like, I don't change mine but every three weeks. That's so gross. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, there's a happy medium here. I'm probably two towels a week, one, one or two. Yeah. Fair. That's, perfect. Uh, yeah. All right, because like you are just dry off, so I get that line of thinking. And you know what? Maybe you have uh, a towel that goes a little bit longer. But going a whole month, like ugh, that, it, you, can, you can feel when they're getting crunchy, stale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. All right, where are we at on the next text? To all the people giving Rush a hard time about being too negative, the last three years of Kentucky basketball are not acceptable here, never have been, never will be. If we start accepting it, we will become Indiana basketball. Sorry, Scoots. See, uh, people have to understand there's a difference between, like, calling out negativity and calling out just kind of, like, dumb ways to get upset over stuff. It's not so much that we understand. Like, there is a ton to be negative about, and there's a ton to be critical about. Uh, Everybody is. This radio show is just as much as anybody. I just think we push back most of the time on the silly stuff. And then some days, you know, the losses impact us, and we're a part of the silly stuff. It happens. It's sports. This is a radio show. We have fun. People have different opinions. Aren't we having fun? TJ's really tweeting through this Rogers news. Yeah, I had to play the little Sebastian uh, 5,000 Candles in the Wind from Parks and Rec. Oh, man, I accidentally, I was looking for a picture that I downloaded, and I actually pushed EV, and it was the video of uh, Peter from Forgetting Sarah Marshall singing Everything Sucks, Peter, You Suck. That's a good one, too. Yeah, and it was downloaded the day after uh, last year's NCAA tournament Mm. loss. So really just... uh, Not a great refresher before this. Saw somewhere Callis 3-0 against Ed Cooley. Yep. UK's never lost to Providence. True. TJ, what's going on at Tiger Tech Nation? Oh, yeah. They had a... They had a... So, some kids uh, dealing um, some pots? They Yeah. They, they're, they're getting in the vape business. Which is just They a, got zero tolerance for that stuff. Kind of wild that they put that as like a Courier Journal app update. A lot of... Well, you know, it's a private school. you got to get after them. <laughs> Uh, it's a, a lot of seniors and juniors. I feel, uh, you know, I feel bad for all of them. Definitely feel bad for the seniors. But, but also, this is why you don't get in the drug dealing business. You just, you can like, they're not going to care if you do that stuff on weekends or even after school. They'll just don't bring it to school or have it on you or on your car. See, I didn't know the details. It was in their car. I don't know. I don't uh, know all the details too. But it was in. It was on old school property. Yeah, so it was on yeah, school property. Roush and TJ, could you imagine the stress if your son got kicked out of a private school? You had to figure out plan B. Do you either send your son to JCPS or do you move to another address? What are you doing? What do you mean you don't need to move to another address? I don't know, Texer. You, I, I you just send him to another school. That was a Foley. That was a Foley Dickinson performance. Hey! I think that was for the, yeah, on the fairly. <laughs> That's uh, good. The hypocrisy of TJ calling me a loser for misinterpreting my text to the text line, a line I think he'd be smart enough to understand. It's coming from a fan of KRC. I don't remember calling you a loser. Sorry if I did. Uh, if I did, I like collectively were you lumped into another group? But if so, I apologize. I bet you were just saying that 
all of you people who made Little Prouse and the Prairie jokes are losers. Oh, okay. I'm sure well, like that. if that's the case, I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't call people losers, but I do sometimes. <laughs> the point was that if Cal was going to say stupid things like Little House on the Prairie, he should be prepared to back up the perceived lack of preparation with high-level coaching and play. He wasn't. That's the issue. I'm not upset about what he watches. I could care less. You couldn't care less. As long as the team he's paid a lot to coach is prepared and he coaches with adjustments to beat teams that aren't good enough to make the NCAA tournament. Crazy, huh? I felt like I mostly agree with you like that i understand like yes he has to get the backlash or i understand that he gets the backlash i was just pushing back that you don't need to be the person to do it because it's nonsensical but whatever uh oscar's a great player but he's too much for a a defensive liability i think cal realizes he needs to get back to playing rim protectors i hope so Especially, but I also don't necessarily want Oscar gone for sure. If he wants to come back, he can. That thing came out about his nil. He's getting a ton of money. Well, but also, um, how do I put this? Quickly is how you put it, please. Well, it, it's it, they just use the on three nil valuation, which isn't like oh, that's okay. like that was their. That's not what you're making, right? That's just a projection gotcha. based on what you should or could be paid per appearance or whatever it might be. Um, now, because he, he he made more than whatever was on that this year, the problem is is he doesn't have the same market value as he does this year as he did last year, ex- unless he somehow is amazing and takes them on NCAA tournament and run to the Final Four, and it's just great along the way. All great points. So th- 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 that all could change. Especially so quickly. <laughs> especially if the season ends sooner than we want, it's just time for a reset. Uh, well, oh, for a rim yeah. protector, yeah, yeah. Kind of weird to not have captains for your entire tenure and then name two of them right before the tournament, right? I, I, Hopefully, I, he gives more detail about that. I the thought it was kind of weird too. Apparently, they have had captains previously, but they, they were voted on by the players. But then now he's going to name them this time, which felt a little. It just felt like an odd top. A reporter should ask more about it. That's an interesting story. It's an interesting dynamic, and I think we'd all learn like to learn more about it. YouTube, bring back picture-in-picture picture mode. Also, do TV still come with that on them? I remember back in the day, some did. Back in the day, you used to be able to just do it yeah. on your own. On your own without, TV. You didn't yeah. have to go through the old system. But I think that was with the one cable. That was with cable, though, correct? Correct. Yeah. It was like Spectrum or Insight, whatever it was way back yeah. in the day. Scoot's rooting for Germany over America. I suppose that's why he calls apple pie Dutch apple pie. That's from Shano. Yeah, Scoot's has shown us true colors today. Really I don't show a Dutch apple pie. True good, call. good morning, TJ. Happy start to March Madness to you. I'm worried if Wheeler is available, Cal will try forcing him into the lineup. I'd prefer he's not be available so the temptation isn't there for Cal. That's what we talked about. It just can't happen. I, I don't think physically Wheeler would even be able to do it, so I wouldn't worry so much about that texture. Our best lineup is still with Wallace, CJ, Reeves, Toppin, and Oscar. I just don't think you can say no, with CJ with CJ. the way he's been playing. Yeah. Back in the day, maybe, but it just has not f- fulfilled to be that way. Well, and like, I think it's dependent on what the other team plays and can Livingston guard that person. But CJ should still get minutes. I totally, you yes. got to get him out there and give him an opportunity. He says, I know CJ is hurt and hasn't shot well, but the data shows our offense is best in defensive lineup. Just win. That's what at the end of the day all matters. What would you consider the season's success other than winning the title? I think Elite Eight, but then I, I second guess because of being so close to the Final Four and depending on an opponent. Anyways, have a great day selling houses, CJ. I don't sell houses. Suck at UofL, suck at well, Roush, uh, Cats. A retort to what the data says. The data is limited on that lineup because of injuries. So, And when it plays well, like it's a smaller sample size. Uh, you can't always trust the data. You have to trust your eyeballs. Yeah, trust those eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, Chris Living, especially at the end of the year, Chris Livingston was playing his best basketball when CJ Frederick was hurt. And couldn't be in the lineup. Uh, and he's played a lot more minutes this year. Uh, but also, uh, what's the success? What 
Are you, are you just happy if we get to second weekend? Because that's where I'm at right now. I think if you got to the Elite Eight and you lost, I'm not going to be happy. But again, I think UK should be an Elite Eight every year. Elite Eight games are wonky. But that would be a fun two weekends of basketball brought up to the max of you don't get the third weekend, but you got to the next stage. I'm not saying I want an Elite Eight. I want a Final Four. I think a Final Four is doable with this team. I think a Final Four is doable with the draw. Um, but I, I think that that's where I, you know, Anything short of making it past this weekend, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. And then we can talk about what the expectations yeah. are the following week. But the there is something to be just making it out of the first weekend. It then you can't compare the last three years to like Tubby's last three years. We can stop doing that, right? If they just get out of the first weekend, because that was the biggest thing holding Tubby Smith just back. Keep winning. Let us have fun. Uh, the Providence. This is from Kirby. He says the Providence build up and nerves feel like a damn Final Four. Can we just get past the first round? Anxiety level ten. There is a monkey on the back sort of feeling with this group, well, as Josh it, just alluded to. It's also just all because we're waiting till Friday. In this whole, the lead-up to the start of the NCAA tournament, it's, it's painful. Friday night at that. Yeah. John here, happy Thursday morning. I'm glad it's time to get this tournament going. Hey, I had a question about the bracket in general. Is this the best bracket the committee has put together in a while? In the past, there's always a lot of outrage about a team being left out, but this year it seems like that's a little quiet. Also, what's the most exciting game today to watch? Well, got to go talk to you later. I don't care so much about the committee. They seem to have done a decent enough job in terms of what the best game is for today. Scoots, what do you got? I'm going with that first one still, a West Virginia-Maryland game. That's not game. the best game of the day. That's really. the one I'm looking forward to the most. That was what the question was. Illinois-Arkansas at 430 is going to be a doozy. I'm looking forward to that one as well. Uh, Duke-Oral Roberts just to see if Oral Roberts is going to be able to score. I think Duke's going to win and cover that one. But I, there's there's interest in that. And then Penn State-Texas A&M, that's the late one, second to last yeah, one of the evening. Yeah, that, that's that, going to be a battle. And I think either team that wins that can beat Texas in the second round. So that's I'm excited about that one. We tonight. also got Auburn-Iowa, which, yeah. I mean, just eight, nine games. Like, th- those are... Those are fun. A lot of fun. We're here, baby. Morning, fellas. If we end up legalizing sports gambling, do you all think you could do a short minute or two segment at the end of the shows to share some of your favorite bets of the night and weekend? Yeah, we can consider that. Maybe somebody would want to sponsor us. I will say the one thing that will be most convenient about it is I don't have to be prepared with my sports bets at 7 a.m. in the morning. True. Like that's that's the best part of it is I can have some I time. I would just like to... hitting the live line. I get jelly when I hear Scoots talk about it. Oh, don't worry. It can kill you. It did. Oh, I, it I, I killed doubt me, it. killed me but, last night. But you can also get killed on any like are you guys like me and always have uk winning it no matter what no yeah i used to not anymore i don't um but it would i think last year i had them winning it all showed that what good that did for me a texter says or they could have called american football another commercial break ball pentagon propaganda ball the other football i love that like this guy's so hell-bent on flyovers being pentagon propaganda no we're Trevor takes all the precautions and li- and lives that healthy lifestyle only to let the dogs contaminate his food and drink. <laughs> Roush towels are getting crunchy. Hmm. <laughs> all right, final four picks. Scoots, hit me with them, baby. I have got Texas, Arkansas. Well, let's go in order. Let's go. Let's come on. Let's go yeah, in order. Yeah, what, what kind of South, nonsensical Southeast, Midwest, West. Let's yeah. go in the order. All right, so South will be Alabama. Yes. East would be uh, Duke is who I've got. And then in the Midwest, I'm taking Texas. Okay. In the West, I've got Arkansas, right? Yeah. All right. I've got Alabama, Kansas State. I'm high on Kansas State. Uh, Houston, uh, Sasser seems healthy, so they're going to be a tough out. 
And then I've got Gonzaga. Timmy, wow. I think Timmy gets his final Damn four it, say. I hate my final four picks now because, TJ, you've got three of my four. Wow. The only difference is I have Michigan State as a Cinderella team wow. in the uh, East. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm of the belief Gonzaga, too. This is the year we're not expecting him, so it's the year they're going to get it done. Um, but it is it is a difficult road for them. The Sasser thing, too, I, I felt like I was going to write in Houston no matter what. Um, but that now Houston, they could they could end up having to play Texas to go to the Final Four, um, which that would be highly contentious. And uh, they also might have to play beat Auburn in Birmingham just to get to that second weekend. Yeah. So uh, not as easy of a road, especially if Marcus Sasser is uh, limited by that groin injury. Does Rick Pitino make things interesting against UConn today? I think he makes it interesting and keeps it close because Perhaps. Bobby because Hurley has never won an NCAA tournament game at UConn, correct? I think that's accurate. Yeah, so I, I think just out of pure experience, I think we might UConn might tighten up a little bit, uh, but probably ends up getting the win. All right, everybody well, enjoy. We'll have, we'll have betting dogs in the first round, but also uh, I'm betting Houston to cover a huge number tonight. Everybody root for some Oral Roberts. Let's go Oral. Enjoy all the action. We want Oral. We caught up on the Thornton's text line. We did it. Woo-hoo. Remember to get yourself some Salsaritas today and get your Shady Rays out and about and on your Gosh. face. It's going to be a Enjoy beautiful day. Enjoy the madness, day. everybody. This is so much fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, the day we've been waiting for. Oh, Enjoy it. We'll be back tomorrow to talk all about it. Sometimes you lead, sometimes you